everybody, I'm Robert Sunday and you're listening to Airmail. Yes, this is the podcast from the man who lost his wings as a flight attendant. Now he just makes his way as a social worker in a county in Southern California, going door to door for those who need money to have their booties cleaned that cannot clean their own booties. That's why I'm there. But you know, one thing is for sure, besides the necessity for one to tend for one's own backside, whether it's yourself or someone doing it for you, is work. Unless you're a supermodel. I mean, supermodels work too. I've had a lot of jobs, man, over the years. A lot of jobs. So many jobs. It's not that I'm a bad employee. I believe I get underutilized is what happens. Or I just have other things going on in my mind and I, maybe I get distracted. I am not above not seeing what I did wrong. For example, one of my first jobs, oh my goodness, I was a bus driver in Denver, Colorado. I got my commercial driver's license. I was... 20 year, 21 years old, and I had babies, and pretty soon I'm going to have to have a divorce lawyer, child support, all these things were going on, man, and I took this job as a bus driver, yeah, transporting people uh, in my hands, the lives of the public in my hands, in the crux of the most terrible time of my life, where I was probably starting to become self-destructive on top of, uh, yeah, it was a bad scene, man. It was when I first got the job. You know, I was I had this bus route. It was on the 16th Street Mall. My job was to drive this bus. I had the steering wheel on the right side of it. If you ever been in Denver, Colorado, the bus is free and it stops every street along this, I guess, marble-like street road. It's pretty much full of homeless people. It's all fucked up now, but back in the 1990s, it was still respectable. People were business attire Monday through Thursday and business casual on Friday. Uh, but that was a different time, man. We probably spoke in complete sentences back then, too. But yeah, I was driving that bus successfully up and down 16th Street Mall from Broadway down all the way to Civic Center and back. I did my 10 laps and I was making my way back to the garage. And mind you, the steering wheel is on the right side of the vehicle. So I'm driving down Broadway, heading back to the shop. And uh, I started just, just cruising, man, feeling like I had the fucking, this shit was cool. And then I fucking heard fucking glass shattering. I looked in the mirror on the left side. And yeah, uh, the wheel well of the bus ripped a fucking mirror right off of the fucking right side of an SUV. I don't know what it was, but it was a newer vehicle, and I was shitting myself, man. I was forced with a dilemma. I'm still on probation with this job. I got child support to pay. I don't want to fucking get fired, and, you know, I, I wasn't doing any drugs, so I had nothing to worry about there, so I said, fuck it. I thought it was out, man. That top speed of that little electric bus was 22 miles an hour, and I floored that bitch. One speed, man, and I just my heart was racing. I was going so slow, 
back to the garage just praying nobody saw me and thank goodness uh cell phones were not around back then i was going so slow you you would have definitely had evidence to point me in the right direction but uh i allegedly hit that mirror on that car i don't know statute limitations on hit and run but that was uh 25 30 years ago i hope the lord jesus christ forgives me but man it's been on my mind i'm glad i shared it with you my fans here my listeners uh, i guess you know, i'm not necessarily sure if you're my fan but you definitely are listening if your ears are attached to my voice right now yeah another job i had that was a trip man it was around the same time it was before i got to be a bus driver but i was already in the heat of the battle of not keeping my dick in pants and uh, being married and gonna get divorced because you know marriage does not allow for polyamory you know none of this fucking sister wives is was is even thought of back in the 1990s i sure would have thought it would have been cool if it was something that was possible but my ex-wife did not like it well when the phone rang when she was setting up the christmas tree uh and uh my illicit love affair uh I don't know what she said, but she managed to get my home number and let her know we were messing around. And um, Christmas has been pretty shitty for a long time since then, man. I love Christmas, too. It's kind of a drag, but yeah, that was the beginning of the end of that fucking bullshit. But anyways, I was delivering televisions, right? Slinging dicks on the side, apparently, too. And uh, I remember being up in the mountains of Boulder, Colorado, and uh you know i was with this fat guy we're delivering televisions that were heavy in the 90s televisions weighed 200 300 400 pounds easy and this television wasn't that big it was made out of glass it was one of those cathode ray televisions yeah you had to be fucking stute and fucking strong to be able to carry that fucking thing so me and the fat guy carried in the house setting it up and it's in the mountains of Boulder. I'm my first real job. I'm just kind of just figuring shit out, and, and I hear this little voice in the back of the room. Hey, Jimmy! Hey, Jimmy! Come over here. Looks like this boy we've been drinking that muddy waters. What, mom? Jimmy, I said, look at the boy. He looked like he'd been drinking that muddy water. It took a good 30 seconds for my dense ass to figure out. She was talking about me, that little old denture-wearing fucking don't-know-where-she-from lady. Just throwing it down, man. And I guess I uh, I just went to the truck, bro, because, you know, I shit was already fucking getting hard in life, man. I already knew I couldn't fucking be monogamous and... and uh, and then this chick I had this kid with, gonna, it's going to be expensive. And I don't know how I'm going to fucking make it work. I'm going to need to get a better job. So I'm going to become a bus driver. So at least it's union. Those drivers make living ways. They're so damn fucking huge. They don't starve. So being a bus driver is what I thought I'd be doing. So after getting treated with racial disparagement, granted, working for Soundtrack, a.k.a. Ultimate Electronics back in the 90s, was pretty fucking cool, man. I got all my stereo equipment at cost at cost so uh, no dissing on them man it was just fucking people are fucking a drag and it makes me very reluctant to work in the public eye uh so after that job man i 
I retreated. I retreated and I got a job at the post office. Yes, I got a job at the post office being a mail handler. And the shift they gave me was 10 at night to 6.30 in the morning. And I know as my stepdad did that job, his dad did that job, and and, and fucking his dad did that job. I mean, people, I saw that motherfucker smoking cigarettes back in the 1980s, sorting letters in the fucking post office, man. So it goes back in my stepdad's family. That little cowboy did learn me about a trade. The trade is sorting letters. And there is that saying in that movie, Hollywood Shuffle, you know, there's always work at the post office. And yeah, yeah. And it was, it, it was a good job to have. It was a self-discovery. I did it for 10 years, man. I think I almost got fired about three years into it because I was hanging around with the wrong crowd, man. You know, I would go on lunch break with one of my colleagues and we'd go to his crib and we'd go smoke some herbs, man, and then go back to work and operate heavy machinery from four o'clock in the morning until sunrise. And then, you know, that was a routine, you know, smoke that blunt and fucking run the mail for zip code 80219 and then call it a day. You got your bills, motherfucker, you know? Uh, <laughs> tolerance, tolerance. Yeah, if you're not a weed smoker, I don't think you you would, it's a safety risk for sure. Uh, when you got some tolerance in you, I think you probably could do a little bit more. I'm not condoning operating heavy machinery uh, while under the influence of, any kind of pharmaceutical ganja alcohol you know what i'm saying it's just what happened man uh so and i never lost any digits even when i was sorting letters and and i think for oxycodone in i don't even know why i think my coworker said it was a good idea i'm in my 20s i'm impressionable i want to make friends i was getting divorced i'd fucking survive suicide so fuck why not see if i could make it happen here while i'm Making sure everybody gets their Valentine cards, man. That job was a, such a fucking drag, man, is that I could never get out of my head that I didn't have a normal, I had a fucked up schedule, you know, and I didn't I didn't keep normal hours. It made my, my relationships all weird. So I start fucking chicks at the post office, man. And, you know, they're not that good looking, you know. The, the pretty chicks there are pretty fucking mugged and scary out here in the real world. But I tell you what, pussy power, man. Those ugly chicks ran that post office, man. And I see many of dudes, man, fucking just hand over their wallet just to smell that stinky government pussy, man. That fucking, it, no, it's not stinky. Some It's, it's some very nice women I've I had relationships with there at the post office. So I ain't, I ain't even fucking dissing on them, man. I don't want them to fuck up my mail. So it was all good, man. So I, I left. I gave my two-week notice. I, I, just, I got unhappy. There was just fucking too much mental illness running around there. And, uh, I wanted to fucking explore, man. My teenage kid was getting to the fucking point where she didn't need my fucking child support no more. And I wanted to go to California. I was tired of shoveling snow and all the fucking bullshit like that. So I said, fuck it, man. I was going to stay home, grow weed, and uh, learn how to become a male gigolo. Yes, and that, my friend, will be where we pick up next time here on Airmail with Robert Sunday. Yeah, yo, I'll tell you all about the fucking male prostitute days. Yeah, fuck, man. I almost got in fucking big trouble, too. Fuck, they... Woo! I saved someone's life, so there's the fucking novelty of the whole fucking thing of 
wedding date and all that nonsense. But, you know, it's because I didn't have a woman to do more than just suck my dick back then. She wasn't, you know, trying to tell me, Robert, it's a bad idea. Hey, you're doing two things at one time that are both illegal. You're probably going to get in trouble. It's not a good idea. See, a woman will keep a man alive a lot longer than a man trying to fucking pound his head against the wall by himself. Uh, so, you know, and I've learned that, you know, I've, I've, I definitely feel like I have surrounded myself by, by women who know what the fuck's going on. So I listen, I pay attention and I listen, take the guidance, take my vitamins, drink my fiber, you know, do the things I need to do that are fucking going to improve my longevity. 101, man. I want to see if this country still exists for its tricentennial, man. I was talking to a friend of mine. Yeah, be 102 years, almost 102 years old when that shit happens. But you know what? That's a long fucking time from now. It's, we've got a lot of podcasts to do between now and then. Um, Robert Sunday, man. You've been listening to Airmail. I'm going to you know, start fucking folding laundry, getting ready for the work week. Uh, they sent me home. Because they thought I might catch COVID from somebody who had COVID. So that was nice to work remotely. But uh, at the same time, I think they were worried I was fucking spending the afternoon jerking off and doing other things besides watching training material. Uh, Whatever, man. I I give them what I got. I give them everything. I'm not even into that shit. I give you all my love and effort when I'm working for you. And when I'm talking to you on this podcast, I'm giving you all my love and attention. I am present. I am here, and I'm signing off. I'm gonna finally going to do it, all right? Thanks for listening. Like my shit. Give me some five stars. Quit just being nosy and not fucking give me some feedback, you know? And don't be all critical, man. Don't be, you know, give me some fucking asshole fucking vibes, man. Give me love. I want love, and uh, and you just keep all the bad comments and the fucking things I don't want to hear to yourself. Robert Sunday, it's the airmail. Good fuck.